Well, the Michigan Panthers, if you're looking for some football and the draft doesn't do it for you, Michigan Panthers in action this weekend as USFL season starts up. They'll be taking on Houston, but in Memphis, Memphis. which is kind of a USFL Mm -hmm. thing. Mike Nolan, who you might remember from his years with the 49ers, is the new coach of the Michigan Panthers and joins us on the line here today. Hi, Mike. Hello, Mitch. How are you doing? Great. Nice to have you joining yeah. us, and welcome to well, welcome to Michigan and uh, and the Pantherville. Well, thank you. I appreciate. It. Thank you very much. It's kind of an honor to be on with you. I know you're a very well known you know writer as well. I've read your uh, what Tuesdays with Maurice many uh-huh. years ago, and I know you've written separate books since then. So, uh, congratulations to you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're yeah. glad to have you here. Now, this was kind of kind of quick uh, in terms of because you took over from Jeff Fisher. Who stepped down for some personal mm-hmm. reasons? Uh, were Were you expecting a call? Had you had your name in the USFL, uh, uh, you know, uh, shoot there, or, or did it catch <laughs> you by surprise? No, it came as complete surprise. It really did. Uh, I've been I've been home taking care of uh, grandkids and doing things like that for the last couple of years, as well as staying involved in some of the with the college teams that I know and a little bit of NFL. But uh, anyhow, kind of been doing that, but it did come as a surprise. Um, but when I got the call, I was very interested and, um, and things just worked out. And shortly after that, I, I got hired. So it's, uh, we had to, we had to jump in with both feet right ahead, right away though, and, and get going because we had to put a staff together and things like that. But I think I'm really, really happy with the staff that we've got. They do a tremendous job and things have, you know, things have gone pretty well thus far, but we haven't played any games yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> Everything goes well until you start playing the game. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So now, uh, and, and this year, of course, the games will be in Detroit as well. You know, in, in, in the recent past, the USFL was playing uh, a lot of their games in, in single cities. Right. But now we get to see you here in Detroit and Ford Field as well. Um, what's been the fastest sort of learning curve that you've had to get up to in terms of, like, how the USFL does things versus being familiar with, I mean, I think you're with mm-hmm. 11 different NFL franchises. I remember when you coached yeah. 49ers. So that that's kind of like riding a bike. But is mm-hmm. is there is there some of the stuff the USFL that you're going to have to remind yourself of? Well, uh, that's a great question because uh, you know football is football that part. But there are some rule changes. Uh, there's a three point play. There's some penalties like inter, uh, pass interference. It's a little bit different in our league. Um, there's an onside. Kick. We've really semi kind of eliminated the onside kick with a fourth and 12 from the minus 33. So there's things like that. There's changes that we, we had to get up to speed with. Uh, outside of that, you know, the rosters are a little bit different size from what it is in the NFL. And then where we get our players from naturally is a little bit different than it is in the NFL. Matter of fact, we had a draft uh, shortly after I took the job. And in a draft, it's really kind of uh, interesting how you, you the thought process, you want to get players that you think, our players, the NFL is going to turn away at first, but later make their squads. So you get it. You're looking for the undeveloped player that that is more of the practice squad kind of guy for the NFL at this point, who will later become an NFL player. And that's that's really harder line to walk than going out and trying to find the very best player out there. Because if right. you draft the best mm-hmm. player for us, yeah, that player is going to go to the NFL, and we'll never see him. So, um, <laughs> wow. but so so you so the idea is we want him good, but not that's that too good. good. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. Can we get all the second best guys, please? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's great. So, so that, what happens to the really good guys? Nobody picks them, and then they, because they, they would say, "I'm sorry, we would have picked you, but you're just too good." 
Yeah, that's you know, and it's a great excuse to have. You know, so if somebody was upset with, why didn't you draft me? Well, you're too good. You were too good. <laughs> like, that's great. It's like the guy that won't, the guy that won't ask that girl out on the date. Or, on right, because she's too know, pretty. Right, she ends up all alone <laughs> on prom night. Yeah. <laughs> right. Mike, are, are the USFL anyway. games going to be similar uh, to the XFL in that uh, the players and the coaches get hooked up and mic'd up and uh, mic'd up is a better expression, and we can hear the play calling? Are they going to do that also? for the usfl you know i don't think to the degree to the degree that they do it i don't believe so but there there is a there's a part of the game that we you know that we do mic up several guys so they, they'll hear a lot of things and um so to a degree yes i don't think to the degree that they do it so yeah they're not going to hook them up uh, kevin that's a whole, well, yeah, that's a whole other that's game. after the game, yeah, that's a different and game. the team has nothing to do with yeah. that yeah. The XFL hooks them up. We right. just might come up. <laughs> we just I might see. come and up. You don't want the best players for that either, Mitch. Yeah. You know, Mike. <laughs> right. You know, Mike. You were known for the, one of the last coaches in the NFL to wear suits. Your father was known for wearing the suits. Are we going to see the suits out at the uh, at the at the XFL the USFL games? Because I like no. the coaches wearing suits. I miss that day. I do too. I yeah, do too. I missed it too. But no, I won't be doing that. No, I think that was it was good for the time I did it. I believe, and it was for the right reasons. You know, my father coached the NFL a long time, and when he was head coach, he wore a suit. All of his mentors wore suits. Some of mine, Dan Reeves, I coached with for a very long time, was close. He wore a suit. So there was a lot of reasons for me to do it. My father was kind of passing at the time that, that I was the head coach of the 49ers. He had Alzheimer's and things. So, that, again, it was a real personal thing. But yet it was also I was just trying to bring some credibility back to the 49ers. They had been down for a number of years. And anything that we could do was, was, that was positive I thought was a good thing to do, so we did it. And that's not the situation now. So uh, I, will, I would not do that now, no. Yeah. Um, it was fun, though. <laughs> is there part of you? I mean, look, you were in the NFL as recently as 2020, so it's only been uh-huh. a couple years. But is there right. part of you that kind of enjoys coaching guys at this kind of level really have to try to make it and they're scrappy, they're not getting paid a lot of money versus, you know, what the NFL has become? Literally, you can be coaching guys making $30 million a year mm-hmm. who – don't have to listen and don't have to, but you know, it's not life or death for them. The truth is, you know, if they, if they walked away from it, they're set for life. Anyhow, is there a difference in, in, in the joy of, of coaching the scrappier guys? I think you said it exactly right. It, it's very enjoyable coaching these guys. And I, and I have enjoyed this as much as any year I had in, in the NFL. Um, and for the same reason, uh, the players in the NFL, are, are 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 exceptional people most and they really are i know we hear some some of the public they hear about the guys that do the wrong thing but the l- very large percentage of the players in the nfl are great people and do great things it's a lot of fun to be around them in our league i would say the same thing and, and in our league really they're they've really got to love the game to come out and play because they're not making the big dollars they're making a decent salary for what they do but it's not the big dollars you make in the nfl so they've got to love what they do they're trying to get a shot again back at the nfl most of the players and that's our objective as coaches is to try and help them get better to the point that they can get back to the NFL. And that goes for the coaches, too. There's a lot of coaches on our staff that would love to get in the NFL that haven't been or want to return to the NFL. i got a coach on our staff, a matter of fact, our offensive line coach that has been in the NFL before for a number of years, and now he's out. And again, so there's a lot of people that would like to get back. Personally, I am not in that category myself, and that's one more reason why I really am enjoying this because – uh, for me, it's really about you know trying to help as many people and get it right as best we can. You know, teach them how to get better as players and to give our coaches an opportunity to coach again and hopefully get back to the NFL. So it's a uh, for that reason, it's much more enjoyable for me. Anyhow, you asked how I was enjoying it, but that's 
It really is. It's a, it's, um, I can't say anything other than I've, this is as probably, I've enjoyed this as much as any years I've had in the NFL. Yeah. Well, I'm sure your perspective, I've been in the game so long, your dad being in the game so long, you're probably bug eyed as I am that they just announced that the Washington commanders are selling for $6 billion. $6 billion. He bought that team for $800 million 24 years ago. And uh, yeah. now it's $6 billion. If that doesn't in and of itself kind of tell you what the NFL has become, I don't know what yeah. does. I was at the Redskins when he bought it. I had been there two years uh, with Jack Kent. One year with Jack right. Kent Cook. He passed away. Then his, his son owned the team for a year, and then they sold it to Snyder. I was there those three years. And uh, um, I'm, I'm kind of excited, to be honest with you, that they'll have some, some uh, new ownership in there. And, <laughs> yeah, so is everybody else, things. too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so is so. everybody else. Although, had you known... Yeah. If you could have just thrown in a couple right. thousand right. dollars, give me one percent, it would yeah. have grown six hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I wasn't close to the eight hundred million they paid for it. I was quite yeah. a bit down that down. From yeah, that. yeah. As we all are still. Yeah. You're right. A couple thousand dollars would have been at my limit. Yeah. It's like buying Apple at like a buck fifty. Right. No. Well, Mike, we're happy to have you, and uh, we'll get a chance to the talk games to you. Are I hope during station. the course of the you guys season, will be uh, on our station, and yeah. the games will be broadcast yeah. here starting Sunday Yeah, games night. are broadcast Good on our radio. Station, yeah. so uh, we'll get a chance to great. To, to, well, so yell awesome. loudly, and we'll be able to hear you over the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I will do that. <laughs> Good deal. All right, we're glad to have to you here, Mike. We I hope didn't want to refer it to the hookup. <laughs> we'll let you know about that. <laughs> you guys have a good time at the radio station hooking up. With yeah. We'll let you know how it goes, Mike. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. Yeah. Mike Nolan, coach of the uh, of the Michigan Panthers, yeah. here on 760 WJR.